0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, And I'm John David. Eddie. Hey, Bo, Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight?
1: You know tonight's good
0: <laughs> it's,
1: been, it's been a long it's been a long week dude there's just a lot going on in uh, in, in pipe smoking world in Country Squire world dude in John David Cole world yeah and uh, man yeah I'm just glad to be here tonight we've got a we've got a fun show and friends
0: that are here friends that are here you know we mentioned uh, it before but of course yeah. uh, tonight we're doing something a little bit differently we've opened it up to a, a, an actual live studio audience everybody give a round of applause <laughs> Hey, we're so happy that y'all are here. It we paid all them to be here. Yes, sure. yes, 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 yes. That's uh, that's that's how you got to do it. You go out on Craigslist and you say like, right. hey, who here knows what a podcast is? They- <laughs> and of those people, who here smokes a pipe? Right. And then the two people that answered the Craigslist, uh, uh, only one of them was actually within a 50-mile uh, uh, Radius so <laughs> worked out worked out pretty well, but yeah, no man, it's uh, we're we're excited to be doing this. We got a, a great Squire Select, which we'll be talking about tonight. Should be a lot of fun. But first, we got a little bit of housekeeping. You know, last week you were not actually on the show. Uh, you you took a a, yeah, a week yeah. sabbatical to to um, deal with some some family issues. I know a lot of people were writing in. Do you want to kind of uh, address that real quick?
1: Yeah, um man, it was it was really uh, moving. Frankly, how many folks? Uh, both called emailed and and texted and tweeted in and otherwise uh, just kind of kind of checking on me and uh, what was going on a, a very close relative of mine my uncle uh, has actually uh, just had some health issues crop up recently and so yeah uh, last week we kind of uh, just had a lot going on with that and he's a um, not just my uncle but a very dear friend of mine someone that um, I'm just very close to and so you know when when that happens your whole uh, whole whole schedule kind of shuts down yeah. and uh yeah so we uh just immediately went into kind of like you know family triage mode and uh <laughs> and started uh start helping with that but yeah he um is is doing well uh, actually has had a really dramatic improvement over the past 48 hours and um yeah a couple couple things i'd like to say of course you had caleb on the show last week which yeah which was awesome and i and i want to thank caleb for coming on but um also caleb and um and two uh our our good friend who's actually here tonight uh and and pipe carver they they both uh just as my week was really crazy last week i uh came down with the virus even after uh, my uncle got sick and was out for a couple days with a fever and all kinds of stuff but um those guys watched the shop and, and just made life really easy for me <laughs> Man. and so i just felt like it is as, as difficult as last week was just with all the uh support of our community and and also uh you know the the guys here it just uh it, it just made it uh a lot uh, a lot more palatable and and easier to get through and i was um I, i'm just very thankful and, and i appreciate all the um just prayers and um and uh and and thoughts that folks have sent on behalf of my uncle and and our and our family as well. So um anyway those are those are greatly appreciated and it just shows the kind of quality of the community that we've built uh through through this um you know this podcast. So, Man, great um, people
0: in the pipe world to be sure. Dude,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. Every time something like this comes up, I'm always shocked, but then I I remember that this is not uncommon for for this uh you <laughs> right. know, for this group of people. Right, you know, right, it's right. just Absolutely. it's just really it's really special. So, um yeah, I was very uh very moved and uh and and so anyway it's it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy week. But uh yeah, we're back in the saddle and uh things are things are on the up and uh, surrounded by good friends and we're gonna celebrate tonight with some some uh some choice beverages and tobacco Absolutely, so, man. Uh,
0: yeah well you know no That's offense good. of course uh, to to the uh i want to say the late great but of course the the former tim the intern then tim the apprentice uh yeah but uh you know t- caleb the intern dude he resonated with a lot of folks we got some great feedback from having him on the show a lot of folks chiming in on the subject of coffee and pipe tobacco and yeah uh, a lot of people really resonated uh, with some of the video game talk that came out of last week as well so you know, it was uh, it was great to see that kind of support, and I know that he really appreciates it as well. So. One thing about Caleb, you know, he he's he's a he, for a, a young guy
1: that's you know trying to you know kind of establish his profession and career. Like he's super um, super interested in quality. You know, I think that's a big thing in our generation. They mm-hmm. we want to focus on the small batch artisan. You know, it, it's not good enough for him to go to the store and buy a, a bag of uh, Folgers or whatever. You know, he's, he wants to wants to know the roaster, know where the bean came from. And, uh, and and he feels the same way about pipe tobacco. And I think that's why he's such an asset here at the Squire. And, um, and, and he's already worked on a couple of blends. He's actually already finished his first blend. We haven't debuted it yet because really? uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, navigate some of the FDA stuff. But oh, man. Um, but it'll be you know, it'll be forthcoming. Uh, at some point,
0: could you put it out like what is what's the date? What's like the uh, the kill date for uh, for the FDA? Oh, it was
1: August eighth. Oh, it was yep. August. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind, never mind. But you know, it's one of those things we uh, you know at at some point that that will debut, and uh, you know, I'm just really proud of. Of uh, you know how he's kind of taken to it and immediately dived in with the experimenting and all that kind of. Can't stuff. we? You so, know how
0: like eBay um, gets around the whole selling of like yeah, tickets. Like yeah. here, buy this mug that just and everything that comes with it. And there's like two Super Bowl tickets I inside know. the <laughs> mug. Like, couldn't we do that with right. tobacco? Like, you know, here, buy this Country Squire radio mug, packed to the brim with brand new tobacco. Right, do if you want the two ounce mug, mug, the four ounce mug, or the half pound mug? Exactly. <laughs> That's what we need, man. I think that'd be great. Uh, you know, last week, of course, uh, had some different events. Of course, we had the, the third annual Midwest country squire radio meetup in grand rapids that was
1: awesome you had a good turnout huh? huge turnout it was yeah. so
0: great to see everybody and and you know we we had some pizzas had some uh, some wine and whiskey and a uh, great conversation to me it, it felt like a family reunion more so than actually seeing my actual family that was up there so it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun and uh really i'm i'm all the more looking forward to next year i, I don't think it comes soon enough uh, even some folks, uh, we were talking a little bit about Chicago and the next uh, next Chicago Pipe Show, and uh, people had some ideas on how we can make that a little bit more uh, special and, and community uh, uh, give give uh, a- avenues for the community to connect at, at uh, Chicago as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what. Comes it's amazing, out. like you know, we just got back from Chicago. I guess it's been a couple of
1: months now, but That's m- right, yeah. maybe three months, something like that. But you know. At, it seems like everyone's already talking about next year so much that I, I'm anticipating it being right around the corner. We've got like 10 months to go or something, you know, it's just it's just amazing. And I think next year's will be particularly interesting just with all the, um, you know, activity and movement in the, uh, you know, political stuff and everything. But, you know, just a pipe and tobacco community in general. And um, man, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think next year's Chicago show is going to be really special.
0: Man, I've already yeah. got an idea that's, you know how I like to spring ideas on you on the show and drive you crazy? I'm terrified right this, now. No, no, no. <laughs> matter of fact, let me pour myself another drink. I'll, I'll tell you this right out. This one is so big. I'm not even going to bring it on the show. That's how big it is. So is. I'll hold off. Yeah, but. that's best. But uh, great. <laughs> Give me the opportunity to veto it in private. There you go. There you go. That'll be good. <laughs> but, uh, but great suggestions to come out of that. And, uh, you know, while I was there, of course, uh, you were celebrating an anniversary. Or the shop where I was. That's rather. right. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. Uh, last Thursday, August eleventh, was the Country Squire's forty sixth birthday. Man, and uh, and and it's just amazing. You know, last year, uh, you know, obviously we had a big to do for forty five. This year, uh, a little more muted for forty six. But um, you know, just um, it, it just kind of the nature of the interim years between a you know kind of a milestone. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, we've been here a long time, and of course, um, with me having purchased the shop. Uh, you know just three months ago right it's right. one of those things where it's just kind of um uh, there's just a lot of emotional stuff going on right now with the squire it's like man and i i moved some stuff around at the shop and so that's kind of weird and people are getting used to a new new guy uh that's the the proprietor here and um and then we have another birthday and i don't know it's uh, a lot it's, of cigar traffic here yeah, a lot of cigar later, stuff yeah. going on so crazy uh lo- lots of new tin pipe tobacco here and uh you know some uh, God willing, new <laughs> new blends coming uh, at sometime in the near future. But um, yeah, man, it's just it's just really cool. I've had a lot of folks I, I come in. I think this has been the most meaningful thing that someone has shared with me since I you know have made the transition. Um, and, and as I've mentioned to folks that it is our forty sixth birthday, a lot of folks have said that that the shop now feels more like it did in the 70s than it ever has wow and, and i and i honestly think i mean these, these are some of these folks are you know 75 80 year old men that are telling me this and i and if they say that it was good back in the day and well, now they, it's
0: as good now as it was back in they, the
1: day these are yeah i mean like that i don't i don't think a higher compliment could be paid to kind of what we're doing here you know Man. um and, and it just it just feels really special to have that uh atmosphere re-emerging i mean these are folks that you know, came to the shop, uh, every day when, you know, pipes were king and you could smoke your pipe in the grocery store. And, you know, folks that, you know, would, uh, w- watch Secretariat win the triple crown right here in this very corner on TV, you know, right, stuff like right. that.
0: It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty special. So, well, well to quote Andy Sandberg, uh, doing his Nicholas Cage impression, that's high I praise. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> SNL. Come on, man. Oh, the listeners got it. Some can of you, them did. Can you do that with an English accent? Don't. That's hype. Wait, did, no, because every single time Nicholas Cage was playing a British character, he always just kept his Nicholas Cage thing going. Like he never, <laughs> he never actually did a uh, British accent, even bad, when though. he was the uh, the Witch Hunter or whatever that recent movie was. <laughs> but yeah, all right, well, good stuff, man. Well, hey, we've got a great topic to talk about tonight. But first, we've got a great product to talk about tonight, and uh, and that is the uh, wonderful coffee from Bean Fruit Coffee. That's right. Actually, if you go to beanfruitcoffee.com and use the code CSR. Uh, you can get yourself a 5% discount uh, on any purchase there. And we encourage you to do so. You know, you're talking about Caleb the Intern. Of course, last week we were talking about coffee, talking about tobacco, talking about kind of where the intersection is. And you're exactly right. right. There is something about like right now where we're we're wanting to know where the products are coming from and how they're being made and, you know, what, what kind of quality is being poured into it. Is it a quality product or is it just something in mass production? Yeah. Bean fruit coffee, you're talking about specialty coffee that's being uh, handcrafted, hand-roasted, for, uh, for you and for this select batch, it's going to be really, really fine quality, really, really fine coffee. We encourage you to check it out. Again, it's beamfruit.com and use the code CSR. Not only do you get yourself a, a 5% discount for that, but you also help out the show when you do it. So Ow! definitely do that to help us out because we need all the help we can get. With tonight's Squire Select. Does that mean you need another pork? Uh, I'm about to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, for those who've never actually tuned into a Squire Select before, you know, we've, we've mentioned this in the past, but uh, the first time that we ever did a Squire Select, this is a, essentially a pairing of some product, typically whiskey. Uh, and pipe tobacco. Now it can be others. We've done tea in the past. We've talked about doing coffee, though. I don't think we've officially done that yet. We never have done coffee. I wanted to do barbecue. That's a whole thing, point of contention that we have. We've still not resolved yet. Uh, Wait, yeah. Squires so like barbecue. It's going to happen at some point. But tonight is. Tobacco be, and barbecue pairing. Yeah, tonight is going to be uh, <laughs> it's so shameless, dude. It's not shame. Look, people have spoken. They love this idea. All right, right, show of hands in the room. How many of you enjoy uh, would like to enjoy your pipe after eating some uh, some fine uh, barbecue? let the majority. That. I mean, I you know, I, I, you just want to eat barbecue. Like, let's just eat barbecue and just talk about the barbecue tonight. We're talking about whiskey as we are <laughs> pairing it with pipe tobacco. Uh, so this, uh, you know, typically what we do is we take two or three uh, whiskeys. Now you've actually got some uh, some fine fine uh, selection tonight. Uh, one of which you are keeping secret from me. Uh, but let's 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 first talk about the uh, the first beverage that we have on deck here tonight. Uh, trust me, the first beverage on deck will be uh, well
1: balanced in quality by the. Uh- <laughs> By, by by the second by the by the second uh, cleanup cleanup act that we have, but uh, yeah, man, this is really special. Uh, a good friend of mine, Connor Schwartz, who's a local uh, uh, liquor representative that uh, goes around and uh, represents just a bunch of real high end uh, stuff. Uh, also represents uh, you know some uh, more market you know uh, regular market type of whiskeys and things like that. Sure, but, sure. The stuff uh, that I buy and the stuff that you buy. That's Keep right. It. That's hey. right. But but a, but a lot of high end stuff and um uh connor uh when i purchased a shop about uh 3 months ago he uh brought me that day uh a gift and he brought me this uh this bottle of ardbeg uh it is ardbeg i'm going to butcher this Ugadal.
0: sure ugadale i think it, it went into ai doesn't that mean dale i it might I, In all fairness it, I have it looks dyslexic. it looks like that it looks it looks like that it's U-Gadale? it's called i think
1: it's called ugadale or rugadal right. one or the other but uh, it's spelled U-I-G-E-A-D-A-I-L and um this is a uh it's a ilay whiskey uh and it's made by ardbeg this is uh in jackson uh next door at the at the uh the package stoa right next door right 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 uh, cuz we're classy we call it package store. <laughs> um, this is uh this is about a $75 bottle of scotch um and it's an Islay. and so typically Islays, which uh, also include revered names like uh um, and laphroaig uh, these it's are whiskeys that uh of course you know, have a high peat concentration, but then the, also the peat is just known to be extra smoky. And, and there's a, there's a quality on Islay too uh, of the water. I think, and I think a lot of folks will call it Isla. I think they refer to it as Isla. Um, We're in the south. Name. We don't. We're in the say south. Anything. So we it's we mine. butchered everything yeah. we we said, <laughs> as Brian Levine says. We, um, you know, don't even wear shoes. So um, it, he actually, it was actually funny the other day. I have to mention this. Uh, speaking of that, he texted me. He said, "Hey, a friend of mine." Uh, His daughter is going to to Ole Miss next year. Of course, Brian lives in North Carolina, so which which, you know, what's the North Carolina slogan like? First in flight, forty eighth in education, or something. It's, you know? Sure, sure.
0: Uh, you know, first in flight, last in having Brian Levine. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, absolutely. you know, but but of course, you know, he's got to get in his Mississippi dig. So, um,
1: <laughs> so he's like, you know, I, I, daughter, of my a friend of my daughter's going to Ole Miss, and like, you know, do they have running water there yet? I don't know if she should like pack her own Man, bottle water and on. stuff. And I was like, you know, I, I don't know. I I think we have that, but it's only due to the ADA or something like that. And <laughs> And and I, and he immediately came back and was like ADA. I didn't know y'all could spell that. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, ADA in Mississippi. That's like uh, that's like you know two thirds of our, of our alphabet,
0: right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Tobacco Jesus turns the other cheek. You understand? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> wasn't it Brian Levine that said, if you're Tobacco Jesus, then he's the Tobacco Devil? I, I think, I he, th- did I think he did say that. <laughs> I think he did say that. Oh, I my think it's the exact quote. All right. So um, we've got this beautiful Islay uh, uh, scotch here.
1: We we do, yeah. It's Ardbeg uh, Oogadal. And, um, again, lots of peat. Uh, this is uh, an area of Scotland that they're known for scotches that have a very, again, peaty, smoky, uh, medicinal flavor. But then mm. with this as well, you get, you get iodine and salt. Now, it's interesting. Uh, folks say, what does iodine taste like? You know, I always think of iodine as... Um, you know, kind of a, kind of a salty, I don't know, the, the medicinal
0: part kind of goes along with that. So it's hard for me to describe, but never really considered iodine a taste. Like what, what, what other, like what, what else would you associate the taste of iodine with? I think, I think salt iodine. Yeah. (laughs) Just salt And and just iodine. okay. All right. right. the the aroma aroma from from the nasal cavity. All right. Fair enough. And that
1: that makes sense to me. This one in particular is just going to have more of that kind of salty flavor than some of the other ones are going to have. Of course, you've got... Uh, who's the guy from, oh, this is embarrassing. The guy from, uh, Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yep. That's right. I knew it was Ron, but it, I knew it wasn't Ron Burgundy and I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> <No>. Um, so. <laughs> Although he does like, scotch. he does like scotchy, Scotch, 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 scotch. Yes. Um, in his belly. But, um, you know, w- w- Ron Swanson, of course, is a, a lack of all in 16 mm, person, which mm. uh, is going to have less, I think of a salty, uh, characteristic than this, but this is very nuanced, um and and it better be for $75 a bottle. So,
0: you know, it's funny, last week when I was with Caleb, we were talking about people's palates and how we, they, you know, you're able to identify flavors of course based on what you've tasted before. And it's odd, now that you say it, all I can taste is the saltiness of it. But I, like when I was drinking it before, I would have never figured out. Like I would have, you know, connected that, you know, this was a salty flavor. I just knew it was a flavor that I enjoyed.
1: There's something. Um, it, it, there is a power of suggestion there, right? So like when you get that, you start thinking, you know, along those lines. I guess so, but I mean, but, like honestly, I was. Thinking but it, about, but it's there. It, it really is there. It's
0: one that's very, you know. Obviously, we're we're already drinking it, but we should cheers for uh, for the sake of tradition here. Cheers, cheers. It's very smooth, right? Like at the very front end of it but do you get a tingle on your tongue you get a tingle, a tingle on your tongue and see
1: that's that's unique a lot of smooth scotches they just um, they go down smooth you don't get the tingle until the very end
0: no 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 and this it's, is on, almost and it's like on the reverse. back end. like you get a you get a, a I feel very, like it's on the front you get a smooth for like a like a split second you get that tingle and then that peat just comes in hard what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Did, good man what are what are our, what are thoughts uh, thoughts here yeah what do you, you guys like it <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, two that, said you, you, we don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> they're they're very uncomfortable with the usage the, of the, the tingle, tingle on the tongue. That was the, the little, tongue tingle.
0: That was on, uh, you couldn't feel didn't feel comfortable about that. <laughs> man what is wrong with you we're having a great time this is what people actually do when they listen to no, it. See, they this d- is they great. really this is, do they really is do is like, what
1: do you call it and sometimes you, they even tweet this stuff in they're the ones we have to ignore i know exactly exactly
0: <laughs> is, we've invited the trolls into the well, yeah,
1: show. It's, it's wonderful it's <laughs> wonderful
0: <laughs> absolutely well uh but no then i i really really enjoy this yeah you know, this you, is delicious stuff you already I, mentioned Lefroy and uh and and uh uh Logbulin, which are right. both two of my favorite scotches out there. I think this might be up there.
1: Isla scotches are funny because you, you, they're they're known for this peat heavy stuff, you know, it real smoky. Um, but then you've got um, you've got other brands from the the island as well, Cal um, Isla and Bunahabin. these are these are scotches that are sweeter. Um, and are not uh, nearly as kind of medicinal as this, but th- this just really screams kind of that campfire, yep. uh, you know, woody flavor on the front. And I, and I think that the thing that uh, paired nicely with this for me tonight, and I was I was excited about this one um, as I was thinking about it, but we are going to do this one with Solani uh, 779. It's English luxury mixture. It's the gold label uh from Solani. interesting All right, now well, this is
0: completely new to me
1: this is new we've talked about some Solani tobaccos before Have we? uh and and the most uh the most recent one we've talked about was the silver flake uh i don't know if right, you remember right, i don't right, know if right. you remember the box it was kind of was like a 35 dollar box it looks of, like a
0: l- enlarged watch box or something like yeah that. yeah
1: like, like something yeah. you buy a piece
0: of jewelry in or absolutely something. sure
1: um and we actually talked about how good the tobacco was, but how poor the packaging was.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you—that's the thing. It looked like it was something special until you opened it up, and it was like all like wedged in there with this like plastic wrap, right? Yeah, it
1: was a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It not like a piggly wiggly bag. No, or, no, no. Right, but
0: <laughs> but I mean not much better. <laughs> but not right.
1: Um, yeah. So, it, but the Solani, uh, of course, it's a, a German-made tobaccos. Uh, they're just really top shelf. They're exquisite. Um, it, in America, um, distributed by Manjur International, Steve Manjur is a good friend of ours, good friend of the shop and uh, just believe in everything that they uh, import and sell. And so we we want to always give a shout out to their their stuff. But um, but Solani, uh, you know, high end tobaccos, the the gold label. Uh, is, is delicious. This is a, it's an English mixture, uh, but it's got a really uh, nice balance of orientals in it. And, and also, the thing that makes this uh, particularly delicious to me is that uh, it's got Syrian latakia in it. And so Ooh. now, Syrian, of course, uh, Latakia. You know, it's harder to get nowadays. Uh, most of the stuff that's on the market, it, well, really all of it, is stuff that you know was procured years ago and has kind of just been you know coming out over time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, these people have hoarded this stuff. I know McClelland about fifteen years ago bought. You know, it made everyone angry because they bought like all the stuff left on the market. You know? <laughs> but, but there, they, hey, the McNeils are, are tickled. Um, no, it worked. That was a good investment. It, no, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, you know, um, I don't, I don't see
0: anybody uh, compl- complain about Mark Ryan being the only, uh, <laughs> the farmer. only Parikh guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it's one of those things like the, um, you know, when you do see Syrian Latakia come out, it's in a small batch, typically a little more expensive. Uh, tobacco blend but it's super sophisticated lots of leaves and uh, very nuanced and of course the Solani um, 779 is is no exception to that so you've got uh, Virginia's a variety of Virginias uh, with oriental leaf uh, and then the the Syrian Latakia Um, the thing I think I like the most about this tobacco other than the complexity of it is it's kind of interesting uh, lurking sweetness that comes out, particularly towards the end of the of your puffing. So it's kind of almost the opposite of the art bag, which has the tingle on the front.
0: <laughs> it's, it's our new band name, Tingle on the Front. As much as I've wanted us to have some kind of band, I'm gonna have you to don't pass. want to call it Tingle on the Front. You know, I'm about to pass on that. One. <laughs> I was, you know what? We could call it Tamping That Ash. I'm, I'm. Cool we could with call that, it Tamp That I, Ash. You know, Tingle on the Front. I'm not right. sure about that. Tingle one. on the Front. <laughs> Hey, why don't, why don't you open this I'm gonna gold go label salani
1: and uh and, and tell me tell me how you think it smells?
0: Uh, this man, this smells absolutely delicious.
1: Yeah, I'd love to know. Uh, with our live audience, uh, and if y'all are the folks here tonight, like y'all, please, you're more than welcome to try some of this. It's, it's delicious. And you know, if you're a listener of the show regularly, or good friend, like you know, I don't I don't smoke a lot of English blends. It's not something I you know typically uh smoke a lot of. But with with this one in particular, I think the orientals really shine here, but it's also a, a sweeter mixture. There's that sweetness that kind of comes out again uh, on the end of it that um, it just really uh, makes it quite pleasant. And so uh, it, it's it, the latakia is there. It's Syrian latakia, so it's not overly smoky. Um, you know, it's it's got a well balanced, you know, kind of nuanced, sophisticated type of flavor to it uh, you know I, I tend to gravitate towards that more you just don't see it very often because uh, obviously the availability of it so um, but I think it goes really well with the Ardbeg uh, it, as complex as the Ardbeg is um, it's smoky but um, you know has a lot of nuance as well um, the smokiness and I think the sweetness kind of pair pair nicely together.
0: yeah man absolutely yep. I, I, I dig it I'm, I'm good good pairing I'm, I'm hesitant to move <laughs> forward because you know when you told me tonight that you were hiding the first one from me I my response. What was my response to you immediately? Oh, uh, that cheap, huh? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> right, man. I knew it. I knew it. So we got this beautiful, um, uh, wonderful scotch, this amazing uh, tobacco to go with it. That's right. What what uh, what have you commandeered from the gas station? This is uh, a <laughs> this is a,
1: a whiskey that is a, a a regular regularly seen around the country, squire.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm, uh, I'm back in. Okay.
1: Which which ha- has has some meaning to it, but um, I, I want to dedicate this particular whiskey, uh, to an individual that's not here tonight. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> and, and and generally, we're thankful when this person is it does not show up. It's on not here. Okay. Because, because it makes it makes things a little easier. Right. As, right. As we're preparing for Country Squire Radio, <laughs> but um, he, he's our he's our friend, the Hurricane, that we we have mentioned uh, in passing before. Uh, on, on Country Square Radio, we won't uh, mention his name uh, because his name is uh, ridiculous, and this is a family-friendly show. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, um, so, in honor of him, I've got uh, and, and and this actually is going somewhere. Okay, this this is going somewhere. You you, you already saw it, and your face is twisted with no, anger no, no, and fear. no, no, no. It's it's great. This we is have great. Old Charter Eight. Now, before you just are so horrified, no, no, but, no, it's okay. I'm right. <laughs> I'm containing myself. Please continue. <laughs> I, you know, the the beautiful thing about this is that with Old Charter Eight. Now, again, you know, we, we've got look at the look at the amazing balance yes. that's being struck here. You know, uh-huh. we've, we've got this uh, exquisite art bag. It's probably you know, it's uh, you've got Celtic symboling on the on yeah. The I mean, this came from everything. an island we can't even pronounce the name of. <laughs> uh, you know, and and, and then that's you've how got you know it's good, and, and then and then you've got the the Old Charter, which was, uh, you know, it, it's made by, I think it's made by Buffalo Trace, but it's, um, you know, it, it's... Well, hang on now. But, but, you, but you bought this, you know, this was uh, distilled in the same county where people burn couches
0: when they celebrate football games. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. I'm just saying, we're in the
0: South. That's kind of what happened. So Old Charter was, uh, that's interesting. So Old Charter was uh, was actually made by Buffalo Trace. I didn't realize that.
1: Well, I think that's a newer, th- I think Buffalo Trace at some point purchased, purchased Old Charter.
0: I could be wrong about that. Someone might... This is not the first. I thought that was correct. To, to be fair, this is not the first time that you've done this. Now, now you actually, no. uh, back in 2014. That's right. Uh, actually, we did a Squire Select where you brought out Old Charter at to do a Squire Select pairing. Now, I don't, That's right. I don't know that it was Old Charter 18, so maybe we're, we've got a little bit of a differentiation here. Oh no, that,
1: here. Th- this is Old Charter eight. So let's. Oh, okay. let <laughs> right. Let's let's be sure we got it. That I think actually that was Old Charter ten. Okay. All right. So we
0: are going a step down. But, but here. see, here's the thing. <laughs> Back then, you did it with Lefroy. So right. once, once again, once
1: again, okay, good. So so once again, we've got an Isla and and then Old Charter. It was uh, it's interesting. Uh, uh my good friend Stephen, who's actually here tonight, uh, had this for the first time today. I think was it the first time? Yeah. And so our our friend, uh, we'll, we'll call him Richard. That is his name. We'll call we'll call him Richard. But he, he was he was here, he was here, and he uh, he brought his uh. He, what? No, nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Continue. He, you know, he brought his, uh, his regular bottle of old charter in and, and, you know, we were all making fun of him for it because it's the kind of thing you buy, you, you assume to clean your car battery with. Um, but, you know it, he was like no it's good try it and Stephen tried it and he and he and he cursed he cursed Richard <laughs> because he was like disappointed in how much he actually liked it uh, 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 <laughs> and, and it's one of those things look, it's, it's, there's
0: nothing wrong with it it's, it's a good whiskey it's a good like cabinet whiskey if you're gonna like let's say well particularly to mix with okay exa- that's what i was about to say like particularly if you're, if you're to you're mix making with. a manhattan if you're gonna make an uh, yeah even if you're gonna make like an old fashioned or something like if you're gonna make a whiskey cocktail yeah Old Charter is actually yeah. a good go-to whiskey.
1: No, I'm down with that. I'm um, down with that. It's but, so classy as a matter of fact that that in instead it, it's Old Charter 8 and, and and it's not 8 years, it just says 8. <laughs> <laughs> so so we actually don't know if it's like if it's 8 years or if it's like 8 weeks, if it's 8 days? It that, that, right the the <laughs> Steven says that's the price of the bottle <laughs> right so so yeah, there's a lot that could be happening here you know but oh and, and think of the mystery and the nuance that you're you know we talk about the the nuance and the complexity of the art bag like think about you know how many couches were burned uh. when, this, <laughs> <laughs> when this? This bottle of oh old charter was made. All, right. All I, I, right, I'm just saying it. it there, there's a, there's some uh, sweet sophistication here. So old charter, um, uh, obviously, you're going to have. Uh, you know, let's let's do talk seriously. Yes, about let's old talk charter, seriously about old charter, charter eight yeah, for a second. Oh, but yeah. um, you know, again, <laughs> a, a house favorite at the country squire. Uh, you've got a. Uh, <laughs> He said the eight is the price. That was great. Um, you know, you're going to have uh, peppery uh, notes to it. It's got, uh, uh, as any, you know, to, you know, uh, whiskey kind of in its same uh, range is going to have that uh, a characteristic bite to it, which Absolutely. you just kind of expect. But it's not uh, unpalatable. It's something that uh, I think has a nice uh, honey sweetness to
0: it. So um, shall we? Honey sweetness. Yeah, I think so. Pour yeah. it up, man. Yeah, this is uh this is nah, good. you need a little more than that. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> all right. That's that's what happens
1: when you call up Old Charter. Does Just any uh, of our live audience want to pour out their art bag and uh, replace it with this Old Charter?
0: No, no, no. It's like, we won't judge. Well, we won't <laughs> judge. One of us may. One of us may. But but that's all right. Our Old Charter 8. Hey, bo, cheers. Look, that's smooth. I, I'm, yeah, you're right. It's like water right after drinking what we were just drinking. No, man. It, okay. Drink? It, it, it is, of course it is, right? So you've got that's the, that's a rough transition, right? And, and like, don't get me wrong, not rough as in it's a hard transition. Yeah. It's just a very, it's a gear change. It's stark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very
1: stark. I, I, I think it is, like you know, Tony. or
0: Starkville. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. So you've got a, um, it, in this, in this combination, of course, we went from the art bag, which is super peaty. Um, with the kind of salty medicinal stuff going on. And then you go over here to Old Charter, and it's like, you know, actually you know, relatively smooth. Okay. For, for what you're, you know, what you're oh, pushing yeah, here. No, and then you've
0: got um, kind of a, like I said, that honey sweetness to it. Do you get that? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, so part of what, what's going on here too, is that the bag has such a kind of a salty nature to it that I can't believe we're comparing these two. It's great. Well, <laughs> out of contrast. <laughs> I mean, it's a contrast. Man. No, it, it is. Really it really is. is an absolute contrast. Once you actually go from the saltiness and uh, in, into this, like, yeah, there are sweetness, uh, sweet tones, sweet uh, flavors that I would have never actually picked up before that I'm getting now because of that contrast. Does it tingle on the front or the back? There's no tingle uh, with Old Charlie. Look, it does the trick, but there's no tingle. This is a fun uh,
1: fun whiskey to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for obvious reasons. But And again, <laughs> if you come to the Squire, you will find this uh, readily available if our friend Richard the Hurricane... Uh, is around
0: you know it's not just him i mean obviously you have got this on on retainer at your house as well which is wonderful uh
1: i wouldn't go that far
0: look like i said it's (laughs) It's around the shop it's a good cabinet whiskey to have especially if you enjoy cocktails and one of the great things about it is because it is sweet because it is so smooth you can really take it in a lot of different directions or in the instance of tonight we're just drinking it straight up so what what would you pair with uh with the old charter so this is a this is a fun pairing
1: yeah uh, we talked about uh, the standard tobaccos that came out uh, when they reintroduced all the John cotton blends. Uh, this has been, I guess about a year ago now um, you, you had uh, the standard tobacco company came out Russoulette, uh pipes and Cigars.com, you know, uh, the really sophisticated blender, one of those blenders that, you know, a, a young tobacconist like me, when I grow up, I want to be him kind of thing. Right. But uh, mimicked all these blends that, you know, had, had come out years ago and then subsequently, uh, you know, had kind of gone away, you know, through the years as pipe smoking dwindled. But, you know, now as our communities kind of roared back, they, uh, you know, spent all this time and effort kind of, you know, bringing back these old majestic blends that had this great heritage. And, um, and so, um, you know, one that really struck uh, with me was the Bengal slices. Uh, Bengal slices. Uh, it comes in this uh, just oh. real simple, but uh, but very elegant tin. It's uh, the celebrated Bengal slices pipe tobacco, uh, and it's got uh, a flag on there of looks like Great Britain and maybe uh, maybe Scotland too. Uh, but uh, just a real just a real pleasant uh, pleasant smoke. I don't see a thistle. No, I don't see a thistle. Um, but that would make sense. That would make sense if there if there was for uh, for Scotland. Uh, the back of it says, uh, Bingle Slices is a crumble cake made of Cyprian Latakia, outstanding Orientals, bright Virginia, and a touch of black Cavendish, uh, finished with a subtle top note. Uh, yeah. and, and so I thought this would be interesting. I want you to open that and give me yeah, your... Yeah. I don't think you've ever seen this tobacco, bow. I want you to take a look at the tobacco and, so, and, and give me your initial impression.
0: One more time. Who made this again?
1: Uh, Standard Tobacco Company. I think it's actually produced by Lane yeah look look at the actual flake okay that's
0: that's different pull that out i mean because that's you know typically i i immediately look at this and think okay it's a brownie but no it's not a brownie because it it is so you've got a crumble cake here it's a
1: it's a it's a crumble cake obviously this is something that's been pressed uh not as much as a you know a flake tobacco but you know it's had a significant amount of pressure put on it and then sliced um and so are you okay do you need a moment? No, it's, it, it smells amazing. It's exquisite. It's, it it's what I've been smell. smoking tonight. I just can't keep my pipe lit because I keep talking too much. Oh,
0: that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of uh, – who, that's, who is do a podcast about pipe smoking? I know. It would crazy.
1: never do that. So, Bingle Slices, uh, I, I, I'm I pairing this exquisite tobacco with Old Charter 8. Uh, and and the reason is because Bingle Slices has this um, quality of being – uh, it, it's obviously Latakia forward. You've got this, you know, Latakia element in there. But the, the Orientals, I think, come out. And then there's a sweetness to it that I think really wraps it all together. And, and for me, with Old Charter, uh, you know, you've got the bite and it's whiskey. So there's that mm-hmm. sense of, um, you know, just harshness to it. But there um there's a sweetness to Old Charter that I think even when you drink it, even as we drink it tonight, particularly after, after we tried the Ardbeg, it's very sippable. It's a very sippable whiskey, and with the Bengal slices, I think you get some of that too. So, um, it, you know, it, it's one of those they call it a uh, a lat bomb with nuance. You know, a of bomb with nuance. I think is how someone put it on mm-hmm. um on the Tobacco Reviews that you know that that I read about it. So, um, you know, I I, I just think that with that um you know, it balances and probably adds a little complexity to the old charter that the old charter wouldn't have on itself. But uh, the two go together well.
0: Man, that's good. Yeah. All right. I, excellent pairing overall. I think. That, yeah, what do you uh, think? No, both of these really, really solid pairings <laughs> together. I gave you such a hard time about the old charter, but I definitely see this uh, tobacco pairing very, very nicely with it. Although I do feel like it's almost an insult here to uh, the It, it uh, might, it might be. Bingle slices here, but yeah, no, no, no it, it's at the same time they go well. It, it, it works. Look, if you look at me and you look at my wife, you think, why is she with him? Maybe right. that's what this is. Right you are here. the old charter to her bag. Exactly. Right. Well, specifically the Bengal slices,
1: but yeah, absolutely. What is your Chris? Fifteen dollars for the uh, for the old
0: for the old charter. There you go. Excellent pairings, man. Overall, this is uh, really really good. What I love is that you are big about the contrast. Whenever you're pairing uh, pipe tobaccos and whiskeys, we love to hear. A lot of times that happens. Oh, yeah. absolutely, man. We'd love to hear the uh, listener feedback as well. You know, what is your favorite whiskey with your favorite tobacco? What is the pairing that you enjoy? Have you tried one of these pairings before? Uh, if if you do, let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear that. We also love to hear. Uh, that you're enjoying the show. We'd love to hear how you're enjoying the show and what you're smoking while you're doing it and how you're smoking it. And the great thing is that many of you, while you're smoking your pipe tobacco of choice, you are doing so in a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Mm, exactly. It's a long way to get to that transition. We right love there. a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. It's, it's worth, it's Miersham worth Miersham the pipe. scenic route, man. Oh my gosh! <laughs> absolutely. Look, we uh, you know, one of the things that we've been doing over the last couple of episodes is talking very specifically about our favorite pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. And uh, you know, last week we had Caleb talking about his. We've talked about ours. We're going to talk tonight about your favorite pipe, the Cobbett pipe. That's Tell right. Tell the good folks about your favorite Missouri Mirshawn pipe, the Cobbett.
1: Well, my particular, you know, there's multiple Cobbets. We've got the the Wizard, the Dwarf, and the Shire. And um and and with these pipes, you've got you know various tweaks on bowl shapes and things like that. But um you know the I think the overarching thing that unifies the the cobbet series is the length of them you know think of like church Warden, uh but maybe not quite as long and in a corn cob yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah and and so these are great pipes the uh stem is uh you know typically a little higher quality than what you're used to seeing uh with uh with some of the cob pipes that are out there and so um, because of that obviously you're going to pay a little more for a cobbet pipe but the Absolutely. quality is incredible it's one of those that the first time you smoke it you'll immediately notice the coolness of the smoke. And, and I really do mean that. There's not just, uh, you know, that's not just giving lip service to uh, the typical church warden pipe that you understand uh, smokes cooler. But with the cobbet pipe, the, um, you know, the smoke is going to smoke cooler. And with the cob, it's a good pipe to try uh, new tobaccos in that maybe you're not familiar with. Uh, and so you get a cool smoke, but also a very clean smoke. Um, And so I think that's why I'm a big fan,
0: man. You know, we talk about it all the time, but uh, you know, you're going to have to have a corn cob pipe in your collection. And we've referred to it before as the toolkit pipe. The great thing about Missouri Meerschaum is that they produce extremely high quality and very diverse corn cob pipes. If you don't have a couple of them, you need to check out what they're doing. So check out Missouri Meerschaum, check out their pipes and do this for us. If you are smoking your Missouri Meerschaum pipe this week, take a picture of yourself. Put it up on Twitter. Make sure you tag us at Squire Radio on that. We'll retweet that out. It's a great way to show them how much you love their products while they're helping us by helping support this show. So do it. Check them out. Missouri Meerschaum. Pipe Question
1: of the Week.
0: Pipe Question of the Week this week comes into us from listener of the show, Andrew. Uh, Andrew writes in says, Gentlemen, Thanks so much for an awesome podcast. My buddy Eric turned me on to your show, and I can't say enough about it. My question, what what do the differences in the color of the smoke that we produce it from our pipes indicate? Uh, he mentions blue, white, etc. And should we be concerned about how hot the bowls get during the course of a smoke? Uh, and he says this is from a Southern boy in North Carolina, Andrew McPhilly. Now, uh, Southern boy uh,
1: from North California.
0: No, oh, North California. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Absolutely. Andrew,
1: Andrew's talking about the color of his smoke. I, I have actually never, never thought about the color of pipe smoke. And, you know, we even talked about, you know, bringing this particular question on. And I was like, I, uh, you know, let's bring it on, even though I don't really know anything. And there's not a lot of research, any that I could find, you know, out there about this particular question. Well, but,
0: flames tends to indicate heat, Right. Like isn't like blue is hotter than orange and green is hotter than blue, but we're talking about smoke though. But so that's what I think we're talking right. about. smoke. We're talking about smoke, and I,
1: you know, typically as as Stephen, who's here with us tonight, mentioned, you know, with cigars, um, y- there is a difference in color of smoke. Uh, with cigars, the the back end of the cigar, uh, when smoke it just kind of streams out of it, will be a, a white smoke. Is that right, Stephen? Oh no, it's brown. It's brown as it as it comes through the the back end of it. But typically on the front, it'll be a darker smoke. Um, no, I'm sorry the the whiter, the grayer white smoke. And and Stephen, why is that? What the difference there is just because of the Is this going through tobacco or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it that for some reason you know with the cigar, the color on the front end of the cigar, the smoke is different than on the back end. But you know with a pipe, I I've never noticed or. Uh, had any correlation you know with uh, you know tobacco type or heat or uh, you know cut or anything like that with a different color of smoke to me uh, you know all the pipe smoke is just kind of look the same so um, you know I so anyway I, I would love you know we bring this up on air because I'd love to you know hear if anyone else is, has ever uh, you know it, it you know experienced anything this like this is that. one do of those a,
0: uh, JD uh, punting questions I'm punting hey, I'm, pun- hey, I'm hey, punting yeah, to yeah. the crowd yeah like do actually you- the crowd might know all right, go ahead. All right, you. What's the interject? Outside, okay, so so okay. there's a point of it could be what light is actually going on. I mean, okay, outside. so it's the quality of the of the light source that yeah, could
1: be the if it if it's blue, you're burning you're burning oil. <laughs> I can never tell if he's
0: joking or not.
1: I think it's we're going to talk about that turkey in a minute, <laughs> 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 but we'll we'll bring that up later. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So uh, as far as the second part of your question, um, you know, you've got you've got um the the heat of the bowl of the pipe as yeah. you're smoking it. Of course, this is something that you want to pay attention to. Now, a lot of times with a more inexpensive pipe and briar that uh, you know maybe hasn't been cured as long or uh, doesn't have the best of grain, um, you know you've you've got a you've got a pipe that you know might just burn hotter, and that's part of it because you know it's a you know lower quality briar or or, or whatever. But uh, typically, you know the the temperature that the bowl gets while you're smoking is very dependent on two things. Um, and that is the uh, the type of tobacco that you're smoking. And then also the uh, cadence in which you're smoking. And so that rhythm that goes into the, you know, the, the, the pipe that you know where you keep it lit but also keep it cool enough to enjoy the tobacco right and, and so you know that that cadence is very important i think uh number one let's talk about the tobacco um you know the, the tobacco that you're smoking typically the wetter the tobacco is again it's going to be a hotter tobacco uh to smoke not just on the bowl but also on your tongue you know when you're smoking something that's real wet that has a lot of uh, syrup or, or natural moisture in it um you know that's going to create almost like a Almost like a lava uh, substance that really settles in there at the bottom that makes that briar just get just get hotter. Right. Uh, and also that moisture will interact with your tongue in ways that um, you know makes your tongue almost blister a bit. And I think that's why with more aromatic tobaccos you've got that uh, that that bite, the t- tongue bite, just right. kind of comes with the nature of those things. And and that's why you know a, a tobacco, for instance, like Latakia. Uh, which is super bold in flavor, uh, is actually very easy on your tongue. Latakia is actually really, really smooth on your tongue because it's one of those that just, um, you know, is just, it's more of a, uh, oily smoke, but it's, it's a, um, it's, it doesn't have that, that sugary, syrupy wetness to it that, Uh, that interacts with your palate as much as the other. So, uh, so that, that's one thing to think about, you know, but then the other thing I think is the cadence thing, and that's gonna be a function of what your, what your tamping ritual is and your puffing and, um, and the, the speed at which you do that, you know, at, and that, that's how, um, you know, that's how you're able to manage the, the temperature of your bowl. Um, the, the reason this is important, you know, is not just because of how it, uh, you know, affects the comfort level on your hand as you're holding the pipe, but it, it's for the health of your pipe as well. So, you know, the, again, you you've got to remember that as you're smoking your pipe, you're smoking a, a, a plant you're smoking a piece of wood that's been harvested to make this this thing this product and so you know it's got a certain you know ability to um you know resist heat that's why we use briar because it's so good at that mm-hmm. but um you know it, the more you work a pipe the more you know heat you put at it the more uh, exposure to that that's got it's, it's it's just more likely to crack and um and uh, and split or burn out. I've seen actually pipes that have burned uh, holes all the way through the side, giant craters. Even, um, you know, that's just crazy. Be, just because be. someone you know, uh, you know, burned it, burned it too hot, right? Uh, for a very you know small amount of time. So that's crazy. Uh, So yeah, you do want to pay attention to that. Uh, one thing that will help with this is building <laughs> proper cake in your pipe. And so when you build cake in your pipe, you know, we talk about the uh, importance of that and and getting that cake kind of between the width of a dime and a nickel. Uh you don't want to get it too thick because that that can hurt the bowl itself. It can split that pipe. But you know the the cake is important because it acts as kind of an insulation. It also collects some of the moisture and so your tobacco will burn cooler and drier because some of the cake it, act, it acts almost as a sponge. So um so anyway, these are things to think about. But yeah, the 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 temperature of your pipe, if it is too hot on your hand, that's an indicator that maybe it's time to slow that rhythm, that that cadence down some. Um, and, uh, and it'll probably make it more comfortable on your tongue. Too. That's
0: good, man. Yeah. All right. Well, great pipe question from Andrew. Hey, if you get a pipe question of the week this week, uh, send it in to us. CSR at potistery.com. Quick fire with the squire. squire. Oh, no. Uh, listener! All right, well, we'll save it for listener. interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick fire question. Ow! All right. These come in. This is actually great, man. These come in from uh, this com user, Pipe Professor. Good. Yeah. Now, these are all, this is a little bit of a gear change for us, man. These are actually all very pipe centric. Are you ready for this? Yeah. 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 All right. Briar or merch? Does he mean Meerschaum? I would imagine so. I think he means Meerschaum. Yeah. I think he means Meerschaum. <laughs> uh, I have to go, I have to go with Briar. I've only ever had Briar. Uh, you've never smoked a Meerschaum pipe? I've always wanted to smoke a Meerschaum pipe, but I just haven't found the right one. I'm saving myself. You don't. <laughs> We... <laughs>
1: Um. The uh. Yeah. So we need to remedy that. You need a Mirsham pipe. I do need a Mirsham pipe, and and we'll work on
0: that. No. In, uh, every single new pipe shop. Order. Every single new like show. Anything that I go to, I always yeah. check out the Mirsham pipes. Yeah. Because I do want well, to get a Mirsham pipe. I just haven't found the one yet.
1: Yeah. You, you, you know. I remember you went to uh went to uh the Chicago pipe show, of course, and you were about to pull the trigger on a beautiful Mirsham pipe.
0: Oh, you're gonna tell this story? Oh and, my god. And gosh. it was
1: gorgeous. It was uh. It was actually uh. Is you 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 were talking to someone uh who's now. A good friend of of the shop and, and the show and uh, someone that uh, uh-huh. you know is uh, we're working on to get some Meersham pipes here in the shop with but uh, but this individual told you that you know the pipe you were looking at was you know it was it was good for the ladies yeah it that was, was,
0: like, was good for the ladies. I thought I found the one he was like oh yes 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 that's a ladies pipe I was like right oh, okay <laughs> well and 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 you immediately walked away it, but it, it now what does that say
1: about you Bo are you not confident
0: I guess not. <laughs> I mean like let's be honest. If I didn't buy it, maybe one of the what pipe pads. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, okay, I'm a I'm a Briar pipe smoker. I love Meerschaum. It smokes it smokes great. It's just kinda clumsy. You know, it's one of those that um you have to worry with and uh fool with and um it's not particularly durable, although you know, you can load it up and smoke it over and over and over. Um it smokes real clean, but I'm
0: anyway, I'm a briar pipe smoker. All right, fair enough. Uh bent or straight? Straight. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, straight pipe, of course, yeah. more often than not, I'm going to go for the straight pipe. I, you know, there, there are, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we actually talked to, a, 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 I guess it was two weeks ago, maybe it was actually last week with Caleb, we were talking about kind of the, uh, the, the unfinished pipes and how specifically I was kind of interested in buying one at some point. And yeah, I'm really yeah. interested in actually getting more of a bent uh, pipe in that in that regard. But beyond that, I'm, I'm more of a straight pipe kind of guy.
1: I don't think he, do you have many bent pipes? I don't I don't think most of your pipes are going to be straight. You do have a couple of church wardens. I got
0: I a church warden. I yeah. got yeah, I got two. Well, actually even the I got two church wardens and one of those is straight and the other one is bent. Okay. Um and oh, so even two, one no. of your
1: church wardens is straight? That's right. I got okay. three
0: church wardens. One of them is straight, two of them are bent. And then I've uh, I've got a viking that's bent. And then I've actually got oh, yeah, like a very large bowl pipe. I can't remember who it's by, but um, it is uh, it is a bent pipe. But those, I think, for the for the most part, all, almost all the rest of them are straight or straight pipes. Yeah. yeah. All right, flake or ribbon. Oh man! See, I'm
1: ribbon all the way. Golly. This isn't even a competition. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I, have the skills for flake on any kind of regular basis. Golly, I'm. This is difficult to say. I. I'm a flake tobacco guy. Yeah, I lo- I love a flake tobacco. That's man. cool. I, I I really do. I, you know, as I think about my my favorite tinned tobaccos that you know I regularly go to, they're all flakes. That they're they're all flake tobaccos, and it's something about the pressing of it. The not not just the ability to make the tobacco flavor more you know more um, uh, more intense but also the the freshness that it takes on just over time and, yeah. and 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 part of uh, obviously the the romance for the pipe for me is the ritual of it it's it's going through you know the motions of you know um, you know tearing your tobacco apart filling your bowl uh you know tamping it relighting it relighting it, re- it tamping it again you know it and and, and so with you know with a flake it adds that it adds that extra step that for me is just very uh it, it's it's just soothing to me it's just a good experience i love a flake tobacco
0: you know for me it, it like the comparison is almost like fly fishing versus like just fishing fishing yeah you know what i mean like i like to fly fish if i'm going to choose between the two i'm like it but mostly because i look more awesome while i'm doing it and most people don't know <laughs> it's a how matter to do it of perspective but i'm just yeah. saying that's that's just the <laughs> difference there you know people who know how to smoke flake are going to enjoy it more uh, matches versus lighter
1: matches yeah, matches. But see, i i have the I have the luxury of you know it, when I come to work every day, I'm at a smoke shop, and so I can smoke inside. Most people nowadays don't smoke indoors; they smoke outdoors, and so uh, you know if they stuck to matches, the they probably would give up pipe smoking pretty quickly because you know they um yeah. couldn't get their pipe lit. Yeah, so, when when yeah, given,
0: but, I, but I'm a match guy. When given the choice on matches as well, yeah, uh, taste or room note? Taste. Oh, taste. See, I think I'm more room note. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like, there's just something about the smoke lingering and just kind of enjoying the overall. Just you know, what what's gonna last on you beyond the actual smoking process? It's it's less about the taste, although I do enjoy the taste. I would prefer one that's both, but overall, I think I enjoy the room note of a you tobacco know, more. You know, that's interesting. I don't.
1: A lot of these questions, you know, honestly, we've had before on on, on quick-fire questions. But this isn't first. This is a first. This we've is never, definitely a first. We've
0: never had yeah. a taste
1: versus room note question. That might I, be
0: actually a show at some point.
1: Yeah, that actually that, – that could be. Uh, for me, one. you know, obviously, taste is very important. Um, it, there, there are a lot of folks that the smell is very paramount. I, I think what was interesting about having Timothy work at the shop – uh, and then also come on the show often was, as folks may remember, Timothy, Tim the intern, or I'm sorry, Tim the apprentice. We want to give him that, that, uh, well-earned, uh, promotion that he received. Of but, course, um, yeah. You know, Timothy could not smell. And, and that was always so fascinating to me because he, this is someone that enjoyed the pipe, but had to enjoy it with, the absence of a, of an entire sense, you know, and so he was able to, mm, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate these tobaccos with a very heightened sense of taste. And uh, there's a sense in which I'm kind of envious of that because it was very, um, you know, uh, finely tuned his ability to pick up nuance on his on his uh, on his tongue. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a I'm a taste person, and uh and and uh,
0: I think always will be. And finally, cellar, uh, cellared or fresh?
1: <laughs> uh, it depends on the tobacco. If we're talking about an aromatic tobacco, fresh. If we're talking about anything else,
0: cellared. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. You know, it's interesting. I've started selling tobaccos. Um, yeah, that's a thing you've started. You know, when, actually, when yeah. I was up at uh, in in Grand Rapids this last past week, I basically I gathered every single tobacco that I had from the Country Squire, right, and brought it with me and uh, and to share out with people because you know some some folks have Dude, never actually awesome. shared it. Yeah, it yeah. was really great. Actually, I brought some Madagascar. That we don't even have anymore. I know. I told him, I was like, (laughs) this is basically like, we could put this up on eBay and make some bank right now. We really could. Actually, you need to
1: bring that back to me so I can. (laughs) Overall, actually. You need
0: to sell it back to me. The majority of people actually said they preferred the Madagascar overall of everything I brought. That's terrible. I'm sorry?
1: I, no no i mean i it, it, it's sad is what it is it's okay sad. it's sad that it's because, gone yeah the literally the main ingredient for madagascar no longer exists wow
0: so, um yeah oh i should have hung on to it I, I left it there for for anybody else who wanted the rest of it i'm sorry i'm sorry dude you know, I, had i known you know people to pearls this. before swine really <laughs> i mean honestly you, know what I mean? Like you, you put it you put it in my hands of course i'm going to give it away
1: yeah we we had two blends that uh about about two years ago now, disappeared. And those blends were Madagascar and Longbottom Leaf. Uh, Longbottom oh, Leaf, yeah. of course, was one of our... Uh, it, was, it was our signature uh, Tolkien-related
0: blend. It was the first one you, you ever it did, It was the right? first one we ever yeah, came yeah, out yeah. with.
1: Yeah, it was a great... It was a collaboration of me and my uh, a good friend, Brandon, that uh, used to come in the shop very regularly. And so, um, you know, we made Longbottom Leaf. Madagascar had been around the shop for a long time. And uh, this is a tobacco that, uh, you know, they were both uh great and we both they they were so heavy in this particular ingredient that we just we can't i have not been able to this day to duplicate uh either one of them and and so uh you know anyway yeah i can write to them and have So the send fo- it back. no i think they should savor it i think they should okay. should have it and smoke it and savor All it right. and 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 write poems about it and haikus and and, <laughs> and 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 we will and we will remember it and and drink uh, drink higher quality whiskey than Old Charter 8 in its remembrance
0: oh Madagascar how I love thee the webs you ways. I would smoke <laughs> thee in a box I would smoke thee with a fox I would smoke thee in a bear I would smoke thee anywhere 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 right. Any, right. absolutely anywhere, anywhere. Great quick fire questions. Those actually came in again from a pipe professor on thispipelife.com. That was great. Now, thispipelife.com, uh, excellent place to go and submit some quick fire questions because yeah. we actually have a thread there now uh, called quick fire questions. Yeah. And actually, if you have not registered yourself on thispipelife.com, now is the time. And let me tell you how you're going to do it. You're going to go to thispipelife.com. You're going to register your information. And while you do so, there is a code that you can enter which we encourage you to enter in CSR. Why CSR. Do do That's right. Why? Well, because it helps out the support of the show and it gains you access to an awesome, awesome community of pipe smokers online that you're going to want to be a part of. Their forums are really, really great. There's a lot of benefits to the to the site overall, so we encourage you to explore. But honestly, the forums, get involved with other pipe smokers it's great.
1: I think the forums are the jewel of this Pipelife.com. You know, be, the the wonderful thing is there's a lot of different aspects to it. You've got the social media integration and, uh, you know, obviously you can see what other folks are, are doing and their reviews on things. And there's a, you know, a whole section on there where, uh, you know, to ask an expert and get, you know, real good advice about uh, you know, typical stuff that, you know, we struggle with with pipe smoking, but, uh, the forums are kind of the gem of, of that. You know, you've got this real vibrant community that, um, you know, is, is just willing to, you know, touch base on everything from types of tobacco, pipe brands, and, and, and it, uh, varies into <laughs> all, all kinds of interesting, uh, interesting topics that you might expect online. So, um, yeah, we love it. We are uh, greatly in support of this pipeline.com and we thank them for supporting this show.
0: Your Your thoughts, thoughts, your your comments, comments. listener feedback. All right, man. Great listener feedback this week. I want to ask you to actually read the one, uh, this one right here, the larger one right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick us off with that one right there. That's a great email from a listener.
1: Okay. Uh, Portland Paul says, hey, guys, so my boys, uh, 16 and 4, and I were out on the back porch with the fire and my pipe going. We just started talking about uh, Pipe Tobacco and Lord of the Rings. Obviously, with teenage boys, the conversation quickly devolved into goofy jokes and ridiculous barrel laughing as the puns and dad jokes started to roll. This sounds like a Country Squire radio episode. It it does, doesn't it? Uh, He gets us. He's going to go ahead and say. We got you. um, Yeah. He said, I quickly, after 10 of these, uh, not so so not so quick uh, <laughs> said we have to get this written down. And thus the boys took off to scrounge up a notepad to, to obviously write down all these jokes yes, that, they, that they came up with. Uh, what you have here typed out is what our scribbling has transposed and translated to. Uh, while my younger son and my daughter were typing this out, they added a few at the end, uh, which are noted. We tried pretty hard on the whole to make the interpreted flavors as realistic as we could, though not. Though a good many are not. Uh, every Monday night, we all sit down and watch YouTube, uh, watch you YouTube the broadcast, as well as later in the week, satchel and restream the broadcast. And so, uh, you know, obviously he's talking about Satchel, the podcast player, which, uh, you know, which is your brainchild. And so they listen to it, uh, you know, later in the week and then watch us live on YouTube. Uh, he said, needless to say, uh, when I said we've got to send this to Bo and JD, they were ecstatic and uh, kept asking if I've sent this yet and what you've said about it. So here we go. All right, so just to recap. Yeah, okay. This, I, is, this is a family... It, that, that was kind of a convoluted way of, of saying what Look, you're about to say. It's it's a, it's a great family. <laughs> so
0: this family's sitting around the fire. They're talking about Lord of the Rings. They're talking about pipe tobaccos inspired by Lord of the Rings. And we're talking about some young minds here. So they let their, just their imaginations roll far beyond what you could actually do with tobacco, which is really, really brilliant. Honestly, when I was reading through the list... Probably like need to contact Ben and Jerry's because probably more ice cream flavors on some of those. <laughs> but here are just a few examples of what we got from their brainchild. So we got uh, the Iracorn, which is inspired based on Aragorn. Okay, I- Iricorn. Iricorn, and that would be a buttered popcorn pipe tobacco.
1: Okay. Okay. Iricorn pipe tobacco. Could you
0: make a butter popcorn flavor type pipe tobacco? I could, but it'd be like,
1: it'd be like when you eat the bucket of jelly beans and everyone picks out the, the, it'd it'd be like everyone picks out that one. Yeah. I I, I think it'd be that one, you know, if we sold it in a variety pack, everyone would be like, well, I, I bought the Iricorn tobacco, but you know, it's, it's the one that I throw out because (laughs) I just had to buy it because I, you know, I I had to buy it to get all this other stuff.
0: Right. Right. All right. Well, (laughs) well, well, let's, let's go with this one because this is a little bit more realistic. Okay. Okay. Phil, it's the fill and keel over, which is the, or, I'm sorry, feely and kill over, uh, based off of feely and keely from the Hobbit, right? Uh, you right. Know, dwarves, and it's fifty percent per week. Okay, it, the keel over part. Because you feel it, then you keel and over. You feel it, and then so you kill the over. So the feely and killy. Right.
1: Uh, right. I I think we could we could probably make more headway with that. Yeah. Uh, with fifty per, per, percent per week, I think. Um, it, it's a good thing if if you smoke that that's a squire is close to about four different uh, well thought of hospitals. Right, so, right, yeah, right, we, we got yeah.
0: you, we got you back. There. Yeah, we got you back. Gimchi, uh, which is based off of Gimli, <laughs> and uh, the idea is that it's a kimchi, a kimchi tobacco. flavored pipe tobacco. Uh, again, I'll the pass. imaginative to nature of the children, I, I love it. I love, I love the creativity. Yeah, never censor the create, never, never box it in. Yeah, a kimchi pipe tobacco. That- I, I don't if you had enough sriracha maybe <laughs> maybe know, kind of a peppery finish to it uh, was well, so- it tingly on the back end, or the front end? <laughs> fair enough mary and Pippicorn, which is a of course reference to mary and pippin right and a black peppercorn pipe tobacco that actually does sound pretty good
1: you know it, it's interesting you mentioned this uh it's sitting in our tinned uh section in the shop right now just uh Ten feet away from us, uh, is a is a tin of Vowan black pepper tobacco. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that I, I ordered that tobacco so specifically. I, I when I saw that tobacco, I I was so intrigued. I was like, someone's gonna buy this and try it and tell me about it. <laughs> and 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 I'm just gonna have to open it because I, I'm 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 stunned that really someone would try to make a that black pepper tobacco, but the, this has been done. Yeah. It's actually been done. So uh, everybody they, is looking back. They're the trying the to only thing it's on the it. bottom shelf back there. Uh, but the, the only thing about it is they, um, y- you know, they, they just named it black pepper. They did not marry. They did not name it Mary and corn or pippin corn Yeah. But, uh, but I, but I think the next iteration of this, that maybe the squire can, uh, you know, move in the direction of, and, um, y- you know, in, uh, and, and, and oh, maybe wow, and maybe that. mimic one day is uh is is the vow and black pepper and and maybe Mary and Pippincorn if the <laughs> FDA will allow it if the FDA will, allow <laughs> it. will, uh, will, will be our our black pepper one that's great know.
0: yeah poor poor little hobbits and being shut down by the FDA I
1: know <laughs> wow what Lo- great love hobbits equals deny the fda
0: what great imagination the <laughs> of the uh, the children here from portland paul hey we got to give a major shout out to portland paul not yeah, just awesome. because of the yeah. creative nature of his children but also because today as we broadcast here on uh, august 15th it's a very special day in his family it's actually uh his and his wife's 18th wedding anniversary
1: dude portland paul
0: man congratulations congratulations man. what's what's the wedding song Da 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 da. nope nope that is that's not, hail it, to the chief that is hail to the chief <laughs> <laughs> uh, which which might be their song bum, they, they may they may bum, have danced no, to that for their that's first right um bum, bada-da, taps bada-da, is bada-da, what they sing ba-da, uh, when someone da, dies da, 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 da. What is that? Happy wedding anniversary, guys. <laughs> Portland <laughs> Paul, happy, happy wedding anniversary. Thank you and, uh, and all of your family for, uh, for tuning in live. We really appreciate it, guys. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Finally, on let's, let's uh, listen our feedback here. We've got from uh, John McKenzie. Now, I included this in listener feedback because this is actually a Facebook message that we got from John. Uh, it was a direct message he was sending to the show. He asked the question, are y'all located in Mississippi? Is this the little tobacco shop called The, Qu- the Country Squire that Miss Gwen runs? And this is from John. Wow! Yeah, uh,
1: man, we are. That what a what a great question. Uh, Miss Gwen, uh, Gwen Reeves was uh, her and her husband founded this shop in 1970. Uh, she passed away. Uh, gosh, I guess it was 2012 now. Um, and so, what was that? Four years ago. And uh, actually, this August, uh, it was four four years ago. So, um, yeah, she's the lady that hired me, and uh, and and her family, of course, inherited it after uh she passed away, and um i was um you know blessed enough to to be able to have the opportunity to to purchase a shop from that family um you know uh, very recently so uh so yeah yeah this is this is uh miss Gwen's shop man we we uh we pray every day that we um we honor her and uh and and think that she would be really proud
0: yeah, i mean one of the yeah. great things uh, i think you know any you know anybody who's ever created anything in terms of uh of a business or tried to establish a legacy i mean uh, if if ever the reins were handed to anybody, I think somebody like John David uh, taking on the reins is you, you can't get better than that because you've not only have you you really you've made the shop your own in the sense that you put your own kind of mark on it, uh, but you've been very true to the spirit of, of where it cam- comes from and that's been really great.
1: You, you know, I was I was laughing because I was just. I- I was about to say you know I, I don't know how mrs. Reeves would feel about us uh, drinking old charter on on on, on the air <laughs> but but then I I was laughing more because I realized that mrs mrs <laughs> reeve's favorite whiskey was actually early times. i was about to say i was about to say yeah, yeah, <laughs> which, which actually makes old charter look like you know crystal
0: somewhere so, mystery is shaking her head about the fact that i've given that, cheap whiskey such a heart such a bad name that, that's show. that's
1: right man as, as a child of the depression she was uh she, she was very frugal and uh, and and could make a good use of a bottle of early times so um but yeah th- this is uh this is her shop and um, and yeah, we try to carry on her legacy she, every day. She's left so. a
0: great legacy, both not not only in the shop, but in uh, in the legacy of a of a, a really fine family here, located in that's right uh, in central Mississippi. Uh, great people, and uh, man, what what a what, a, what <laughs> even like even me sitting here on the fridges, even having just a, a little little bit to be able to say that I'm I'm and uh, get to enjoy this legacy. It's it's a real honor. So uh, yeah. you 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 do you do her legacy proud, and uh, and yes, indeed, uh, that is that is kind of the the. the the origins of the shop, and thus the origins of the show, as well. That's it. That's yeah. it. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, we great hey, of what, feedback. Yeah, absolutely.
1: What one other feedback I, I have to mention? Do uh, it. Uh, and this is actually from a live studio uh, member. Uh, he says, uh, "This is from Stephen." He says, uh, uh, "Related to our." Uh, pairing that we have tonight here. Right, right, right. Uh, of course we we you know we talked about we had this abominable pairing of Old Charter and this uh Ardbeg Udegal. Well we weren't um, pairing the two of them. No, we together. weren't pairing them but you know <laughs> we we compared the we, we put them in the same in the same episode, which you know some people it's no, right here. You can screenshot it. It's it's happening. Right. And so he said uh if old charter he, he apparently didn't like the Ardbeg particularly well and he, so he said uh if the old charter is what you drink when you burn a couch, Ardbeg is what the burnt ta- couch tastes like so get out
0: <laughs> out
1: no it's he's like art bag tastes like the bird couch so Come i, you know, on, I man. No, i don't know you know he just he, he's just not he, he doesn't care for the the you know that iodine we 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 talked about he's just not a fan of that
0: no, no that's fine it's fine it's fine there's no accounting for taste clearly I kid, of course, because honestly, it's about what you enjoy. If, if you enjoy some old chart, if you enjoy, I don't, I don't care if it's the cheapest whiskey out there or if you just like water or Coke or any other kind of non-alcoholic beverage, that's perfectly fine. What we love to do is pair them up with our favorite pipe tobaccos here on Squire Select. And hopefully in the future, we will be uh, bringing you some great Squire Select pairings with pipe tobacco and various products, be it whiskey or otherwise. So that's right. That's how I do it. You like that? You like how I treat it? You, you, you did great. You're such a diplomat. Right yeah, here. you're such a diplomat. It doesn't matter how much old charter you hand me, I'm keeping it professional. Except when I talk about how professional I am. We want to encourage you to check out the uh, the show. Uh, be sure to uh, follow us on the various social media channels. You can, of course, uh, check out the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio. You can follow us individually at The Real Bo York is me.
1: I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at
0: underscore Country Squire. Of course, at Squire Radio is where you can follow us on Twitter. We've been getting in some great commentary tonight. Uh, always the case for the Squire Select episodes. We get some great uh, live commentary as we've been doing the show. Uh, you can find all of that social information and more at CountrySquireRadio.com where you can tune in, tune in to the live broadcast every single Monday night. You can do that at six thirty Central Time. Time that's seven thirty Eastern. Be sure to check us out again. CutrySquireRadio.com.
1: Man, I I had fun tonight. I had a great time. I, I obviously had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I think I feel um, sorry
0: for our studio audience who's had to sit here like, okay, let's. Basically, it's like, hey, let's sit down and watch Bo and John David get as drunk as they possibly can. <laughs> that's great. That's not true. You were the one. Like, the old Charter. You're the one that drank it. Yeah, I mean, if it's there.
1: If, if it's, it's there, there nah. it's old charter it was, it was i look it's delicious it's 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 a, it's a very sippable whiskey it's something that um you know i think our friends at uh
0: ardbeg would be uh you know proud we we I think not, but that's all right. Actually, I'm I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that I didn't realize that Buffalo Trace was was responsible for Old Charter because I love Buffalo Trace. Oh, so you're at you're actually your um your understanding and and profile of them
1: has gone down
0: a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. No, I'm just kidding, man. It's good stuff. All right. Well, hey, countrysquireradio.com again. Check us out there. And in the meantime, (laughs) let's go have a night. See you, brother.
1: listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com.